You're listening to the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast, the very best place to break the ice with your favorite players. Now, here's your host, babysitter for hire, Nick Hart. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are back for another episode of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Nick Hart, back for another episode here. We only have, uh, what, two more episodes to go in the season, including this one right here. So in the penultimate episode of the season, I had to get uh, a guy here on the podcast that I've wanted to chat with for quite some time, get him on here. He actually joined the Penguins midway through the season, so he wasn't exactly on my plan to schedule at the start of the year but we knew we had to squeeze him in at some point and today is that day my guest is cole castles ladies and gentlemen cole how are you doing today oh not bad uh you know just finished practice uh <laughs> back to business after one day off so it's uh good to get back in the rink but uh i'm happy to be on the show thanks for having me oh. Thank you for coming oh, on and no talking to us. Yeah, man. it's an absolute yeah. a- absolute uh, treat yeah. to get you on here, especially yeah. uh, uh, given the season that you've put together yeah. so far for the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. I know, as I said before, joined the team sort of halfway through the year, so you split the season with the, the Belleville Senators on a PTO, Penn's Inc. you to an American Hockey League contract in January, and you've just been cruising along here for the team yeah. where it's at a point now where you've tied your career high in points yeah. at this juncture in 20 fewer games than you did it last yeah. time in 2017-18 yeah. so right out of the gate I gotta ask you how are you how are you feeling this season because the points seem to suggest that this has been the best year of your career yeah I guess um you can say I in in my personal game I I've kind of had my offensive touches come back a sense I guess but you know, you still want more. Uh, I'm not really satisfied with tying my season totals. I'd like to break that. Uh-huh. I mean, it's been a couple games on that. But uh, I, I just – it's it's good to be playing hockey again and, and to to be in a, a situation where you are a guy that has to produce. It's, it's fun that way. And, you know, not that – I didn't mind my role as, you know, a shutdown kind of guy, penalty killer. That's that's a, a good role to have too, but I, I kind of felt like I uh, wasn't, you know, deserving, but I worked my way towards where I am. And, um, you know, the team, uh, we're, 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 we're in a battle for the playoffs right now, and these are the times that, um, you know, me, myself, and, you know, everyone else is going to have to step up that much more to, to get ourselves into that fourth spot. Oh, this is the fun time. To yeah, play exactly. Too, it's, right. it's grind time right yeah. now, and this is where I think true true hockey players come to show uh, their, their their grit, their will, their character, and their, their their determination. That's what I've always I've always loved this time of the year, and even since juniors, it's uh, you know you know maybe your first couple years. You, you know you miss home. You, you're not mm-hmm. sure about the playoffs, but as you get older, it's like this is. The only thing that really matters is what just, it's all about. Yeah, this is how you get a job too, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, um, yeah, this is the best time of the year. It's it's right down the nitty gritty, and it's it's it is a grind, you know. Coming <laughs> off that three and three, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm only 24, but those Sundays, uh, they, they sure feel like I'm 44 sometimes. <laughs> that third game in a yeah. three and three, it t- takes a yeah. takes a couple years off of you. Yeah, it didn't help like. That sickness going around, not not the coronavirus, not, not the thing. Yeah, the yeah, sorry, the other things. thing, <laughs> the 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 common cold that we had, sniffing around the room. So that sucked. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing: this past three and three two was a was a serious grind. Not only do you have 
game yeah. game, but the Saturday night game had that delay oh, in the yeah. middle. So we're wrapping up later than usual. Yeah, that was and weird. That's the same night where you lose an hour because of daylight yeah, savings time. Yeah, 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 you're you wake right. up the following morning and it's like, are what you kidding me? What the heck happened? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I forgot about that, honestly. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Making me more tired. <laughs> even even Making days me tired after on the fact. A Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. You and I, we were joking before we even got on air that, like, as as much as it's it's so much fun to be playing at this time of year, important games. You say this is when hockey players really prove their medal. Yeah. It's also so easy to just lose track of what day of the week. Oh it is. yeah, man. So easy. Uh, yeah, like like you said, that Sunday game throws a wrench in the whole week. Like, we're playing tomorrow, so that's uh, it's quick turnaround. Like. Gosh, that what that, it's Tuesday. Uh, you don't know. Sometimes it's just a fog, but yeah, you gotta it, show. It's, it's your job, so you play. It's not just you; it's everyone yeah, in the yeah, office yeah, too. Because yeah, yeah. once again, the it's all game after game after game, and then you're looking around. You're like, is it Thursday? Is no, it I is know. it Friday? What is going on right now? I hear you. It's either game day or not game. Day. I agree. It's as I'm as with that. you, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so I wanted to talk to you too about once again about yeah. the season that you're having. You mentioned before that you know you've gotten the opportunity to sort of step up into a a bigger role. You have that offensive uh, touch that you've that you've demonstrated yeah. this season. But so you show up with the Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins. So once again, you were on that PTO yeah. with Belleville, right? Wilkesbury Scranton swoops in, signs you to an American Hockey League contract, but you're coming to a new team in the middle of the season. Uh, a trade, if you will, even though there's yeah, actually not a transactional yeah. side to it. A trade, if you will, you show up and right out of the gate, you're playing a top six role. You're either the first or second line center immediately when you join this new team. I know you say you're happy with the opportunity that you've gotten, but right out of the gate is your head spinning a little bit with the responsibilities yeah. you're given, or are you licking your chops like, all right, here we go? I think uh – both, but more so to licking your chops. Yeah. I think any player wants that position. And Mike said they needed uh, some help uh, at center depth coming in. So, you know, I, I knew I was going to be given an opportunity. But it's all about what you as an individual can do with that opportunity. You know, I've seen people given opportunities and not been do being able to do anything with right, it. Yeah, I, and I, I've done that myself. I've been given opportunities and I've, you know, crapped the bed kind of sort of say. <laughs> But it's, um, I think when you're given that situation, you can't be nervous. You got to kind of think about hockey's supposed to be fun. Mm -hmm. And if you're having fun, you're going to be playing well, I think. So that's the mentality I came into is, you know what, I'm just going to have fun playing hockey again, not try to be this, the, the, like, do everything so safe and behind the play, trying to take risks and, and try to provide offense through good defensive play though that's how uh my my coach and junior taught me dj smith who's in ottawa mm -hmm. now is that all your offense comes from good defensive play and that's kind of how i was molded into a player i guess you could say so it is nice to be put in that position but i, I do think you still have to be a defensive first player to to win at this level and be and be a good offensive player essentially yeah and i know that's that's something mike felucci's pointed out with with your play in a couple of you know post game or post practice press yeah. conferences things like that that you've been able to to add that sort of scoring element here to this team but you haven't sacrificed the defensive yeah. side of your game which is which uh, what made you attractive to bring that depth yeah. to the team to begin with you've thrived in this opportunity it's great to see but this opportunity hasn't exactly come easy to you too you've had yeah. sort of an interesting path yeah. getting to this One point say. yeah is as, as recently as last season you were over in Europe. You were playing in, yeah. in Germany. And yeah. I think um, 
a lot of people sometimes the perception is when a player leaves you're North done. America to Europe. Not that you're done, but it's like, oh, he's just taking a contract. Yeah, or he's yeah. just you know playing it out, getting a paycheck, yeah, things exactly. like that. But in your case. That wasn't necessarily the no. situation. You went over there with the the idea to grow and develop. Exactly, right? it was a developmental route, kind of to prove to you know the organizations over here that I can kind of play that offensive role. And I know everyone's kind of been knacking my skating my whole career, which okay. you know I'm gonna have to disagree with some people on that. <laughs> but I mean, I don't get me wrong. There's always room for improvement. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. By no means am I a speedster in this league, I don't think. I but mean, you're I'm, not a slug. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, that's been Im- uh, like p- kind of planted in people's minds that I'm not a good skater, and I'd have to argue that. I think I'm, you know, I wouldn't say great, but I, I, am, yeah. I am here, like I said. And, uh, uh, yeah, that was just a, the route I took. I went over there and tried to get, like I said earlier, my offensive touch back and my and, – improve my skating because it's a bigger ice surface over there so you're Mm -hmm. moving you have to move your feet more and uh you know it's everyone has different paths um to the goals they want to achieve and mine's still the nhl yeah it will be till the day i retire so um it'd be nice to you know achieve all of my goals but i know that's not reality sometimes so i'd like to take small steps and one of my goals is getting back to the american league i've done that you know, I had to swallow my pride and go down to the East Coast League at the, at the start, start of the year, year. yeah. And uh, you know, it wasn't easy to do, but that's it's hockey, man. You got to do some things you don't want to do, and everything seems to take care of itself. Sometimes yeah, it's long, I think hard work and some elbow grease. Things can turn in uh, your favor through hard work. There's not nothing's ever going to be given to you, right? I don't think so. Even in life, whatever it is, that's you know, kind of. How my family's perceived everything, and I'm sure a lot of other families have, and told their their offspring and their kin that nothing comes easy. Yeah, it doesn't just doesn't. have to be at the rink; can be anywhere. Yeah, it, honestly, school, it, any other job, job yeah. any job, it doesn't come easy. It's if you think you're going to be handing something, you're sorely mistaken, and <laughs> you need a reality check. Yeah. Or if you get away with one, that's probably or that's your that's, that's your one. You gotta, you gotta wit, realize it's not always gonna be your that wish. Way. Exactly, yeah. it's lucky. Yeah, you gotta be yeah, you gotta be hardworking even to be lucky sometimes. So that's a great yeah. way to look at. It. You gotta work hard to get your luck. Yeah. yeah, work for it. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And it's easy now in in hindsight to say that that move over to Germany uh, paid off for you because yeah. you found that offensive touch, and now here you are today. But when you're going into that season, because you were coming right off of your entry-level contract, yeah. right? Yeah, I was. And, and you're faced with that decision. Was it a hard decision to make at that time, yeah, or did you was, sort of know, okay? No, it was terrifying, to be honest. Yeah? I, uh, my home body, I was on 20, what am I now, 24, 25, <laughs> I was 23 at the time. You want to talk about the fog of day-to-day yeah, at this exa- point? Now you don't even know how yeah, old you no, are. So, 23 <laughs> at the time, I mean, that's relatively young, I guess. It is, still, it is. Yeah. I mean, I know I played three years in the American League, but. I wanted another NHL contract, and me and my agent both thought we were uh, we were going to get one, and uh, it came down to me and another player with a different organization, and he they picked, they chose him, and yeah. like I said, that's the way it goes sometimes. So mm-hmm. uh, we were going to be left with either just stick around till August, maybe get an AHL contract, or go to a camp, and we didn't want to do that at the time we thought i was deserving of a contract because i we we both thought i had a good end of the year in my last entry level okay other teams thought 
differently, I guess. Which yeah. that happens. No. Yeah. You know what? You got to do what you got to do. So. And you know what? They may have thought that too, but sometimes when you're Some, piece, you're so piecing many, together yeah, your exactly. rosters, yeah, that's that's how sports works. There's yeah. so many players out there, and uh, so we had an offer to go over to Wolfsburg uh, in the German league, and. You know, I had no idea what the heck I was getting myself into, <laughs> so I was panicking. I was texting older guys that I knew that have been over there, like Jamie Cyphers. Man, what am I getting myself into? He's like, you're going to love it. It's a great time. Like, it is, it's scary, but if you're a good person, you're going to make friends. It's one of those things. So, yeah, I went over there, and actually my girlfriend was transitioning between jobs so she got to come over to oh, great. live with me and they took care of that so we got to see a lot of the world that maybe we wouldn't have been able to to see you know what i mean yeah so it, it was a good experience for sure life experience and growing as a person and player yeah i think i could be wrong no, I don't I, know. Time well, will what, tell. <laughs> well, once again, one of those things in hindsight, you can say, oh, my God, this turned out great. But you were you were terrified at the time. Yeah, it's crazy how life petrified. works out that way. I called yeah. my mom, I think, the whole week. Like, I want to come home. I, like right at like, oh, your first yeah, week? Yeah, first. Well, I kind of got there, and they picked me up from the airport, drove on the Autobahn, kind of forgot that had no speed limit. So Buddy was going 180 kilometers. Yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> got to the rink, and... They were like, here's your car keys, here's your apartment keys, see you at the rink tomorrow. And I went, see you there. went to the apartment, no air conditioning, in <laughs> August, sweating like crazy. That's a tough bounce yeah, right out of the gate. I called my mom, I was like, I want to come home. She was like, relax. <laughs> Calm down. It's your first day. I was yeah. like, yeah, I know, but. First day at the new school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, uh, your mom told you to tough it out. What yeah. Was, yeah, what was uh, your dad's guidance during that time? Because your dad is a pretty experienced hockey player. Yeah. played over 1,000 games in the National Hockey League. Yeah, lucky man. Um, he gets it. I mean, he knew the position I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he talked to my agent as well because I think he's got some good insight, to be honest. Uh-huh. And uh, they were both in agreement. As much as I didn't want them to be, they were. and I And I knew deep down that was – the right thing to do okay and uh just it it sucked because i love playing over here i, I just love north america i love yeah. the north american hockey style i i didn't i've never known the european style or anything so I, I think anyone would be not nervous but just hesitant i guess it's a big life it change. is a jump like yeah, yeah right life change career change all of man, it like yeah like culture language yeah exactly so but he was on board he thought it was the right play for uh me to get back to where i needed to be on the path to get to where i want to go if that makes sense yeah absolutely how cool was it as a kid to be growing up around nhl locker rooms and yeah, things that. like that because what if you look at your like profile on the american hockey league website born Hartford, Connecticut, because yeah, yeah. your dad was playing yeah. for the Whalers. But then I talked to you, you say Columbus is your hometown because yeah. your dad was playing for the Blue Jackets. Yeah. He played for the Capitals, too. And yeah. Like I said, over 1,000 NHL games for Andrew Castle. So how cool was that to just be around that whole atmosphere as a kid who, I mean, I guess naturally yeah. loved hockey, too? No, it was uh, it was very, very fortunate, and I uh, cherish a lot of those memories for sure. I mean, like you said, Hartford's kind of just a label. It's like, uh, yeah. hi, my name is Cole just posted on me yeah. born in Hartford but um yeah Columbus I'd say is uh my hometown just outside of Columbus or Brampton Ontario is okay. yeah like my where my mom lives so we kind of me and my sister uh 
we split time there. I got two brothers down in Columbus, and then I got another sister in Brampton. So uh, I kind of got a lot of birthdays to keep track of. But back on track, yeah, man. I mean, it was um, some of the best days of my life for sure, just going to the rink with my dad and being able to sit in the hot tub while they're on the ice. And then, <laughs> you know, That's a perk yeah, and a half right there. When I'm six, seven years old and then lace my skates up go out there and you know snap it around sort of say but uh no it was it was really cool and and the guys that i grew up around treated me really well from what i can remember and yeah it's uh it's something that's uh you know i'll never forget and like i said i'm very lucky and fortunate and thankful that my dad would would do that and bring me to the rink and i'm sure and any other NHL son would say the same thing. Yeah. It's year and all when you go to the rink. It's really cool. And just to see how they they're, they're the same as like now that I it's funny I've grown up and it's the same stuff just 20 years later. It's uh-huh. funny. It's hilarious. It's yeah. still the same stuff. And as as a child of an NHL player, it would be easy for people to perceive uh that as like almost being a almost jaded a little bit to the game but that's not the case when you're a kid and you get to come to the rink oh, you're yeah. still like oh my god this is amazing yeah. every time you show up i fell in you're love, in Valhalla. Fell in yeah. love with that and and honestly i fell in love with that and my dad's brother was a firefighter so i fell in love with f- firefighting as really well. yeah i was in love with both of those as a kid would you do that if you weren't a hockey player yeah i think so really yeah i think uh that'd probably be I mean, maybe another sport that would have been my first. If I something at, at like yeah, golf, okay. soccer, I love, and then mm-hmm. firefighting. Is, I I I loved going to the fire hall. Like, yeah, it was. I thought it was so cool. If you weren't ripping around the rink, you were like sliding up and down. Oh the, yeah, legit. Yeah. And I loved. Uh, still to this day, when I hear a fire truck buzzing down, I think it's the coolest sound in the world. Really, uh, I lo- you I, love it. I love it, and they. I love watching them cook out of the like their uh garage doors it's so cool that's awesome it's just weird i guess everyone has a weird thing like that oh yeah like like just i don't know you just the things that people gravitate towards yeah. the things that people are into that's one of those things especially because as a kid too, i guess when a, you're young it's yeah what you're brought up around and yeah i guess and it's an easy position to to idolize too yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's a great heroic thing to do yeah exactly you know, you know when we were always home in the summers in brampton so my fire or my uncle's uh station was just down the road and yeah he's a he's a great guy and you know a role model in itself not just a, a you know a heroic guy and a good person it's tremendous yeah it's really cool yeah it's cool it's quirky i guess but cool yeah, it's I, awesome. I like fire trucks yeah and the fire and a fireman yeah yeah it's cool that's awesome um you mentioned before like being around the rink and saying the guys would, would cheat you really yeah. well i'm gonna put you on the spot oh yeah here. go ahead do you have any uh, specific memories that you can pull back on a guy yeah for sure well, interacting with yeah you? any cities or what like couple i don't just care you tell it. me i i just in vancouver like the guy's my dad hung around and would be like i remember going to jovanovsky's house and stuff like that I would have been like six, seven years old, five, six, seven. Jovanovski, Bertuzzi, hanging around in that room a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was kind of vague, not too much memories, but I, I remember the names and like hanging out. How old their would house. you have been then? Five or six, okay, yeah. I think. Then before we were in Calgary, I remember Theron Flurry's. We had the Christmas party at his house. Oh, okay. 
I was like four. I just remember being in but a you hot. Remember I remember there, being yeah. in a hot tub. You remember the hot tub? Yeah, a hot tub <laughs> and a pool table. That's all I remember in his basement. And they attached. The hot tub was outdoors. It was freezing, but it was in there. And then it was in back in the pool table playing, like, pool with my hands. Then Columbus would have been. Uh, I was living with my mom at the time, so we'd only go down and visit uh-huh. in Columbus. But uh, I remember the. Like, going to the rink, seeing, like, Rick Nash, Mike Sillinger, Jeff Sanderson. But the number one memory I have is actually having lunch with my dad, Grant Marshall. I don't know if you remember that name. I know the name, yes. But Grant Marshall got rigatoni bolognese from this place called Brio in Columbus at the Easton Town Center. And ever since then, that's been my favorite dish. Really? From that, from eight years old or seven or eight years old on, rigatoni bolognese. That's the first time I ever, and it's just a meat sauce. Yeah, it's it's, it's simple, but it sounds thing, so fancy. But it was the best dish I have ever had. I don't know if it's just because I was with all the guys, and they were playing that night, and I was there with the pregame meal uh-huh. that I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But that's probably one of the clearest memories I have. And then playing a uh, a paintball video game with Ovechkin. Really? Yeah, in his uh, first year, my dad's last year. In so Washington, paintball cool. video game, what, like was, Xbox? Like? Yeah, it was an Xbox paintball video game. We played it together, and wasn't the best English speaker then, but of course, took the time out of his day to play with a kid that was 10 years old, and you know that goes a long way. Did sure. he torch you? I don't Did know. Did he take it easy? I on honestly you? don't even remember. I d- <laughs> honestly, I, d- I don't know if I ever played that paintball video game. I didn't even know there was a like it was weird that it existed. Yeah, but that's you're what probably we not did. even looking at the screen. You're no, just staring I, at Ovi yeah, the whole time. He was a, he's a He's a big man, <laughs> or big kid at that point. He was 18, I guess. So 18 years old, just a machine. Yeah, machine then, and he's still taking oh, along still now. Take, yeah, good for him. But yeah, that's the stuff uh, I remember. Just simple things like that. Like, I mean, going on the ice, I could tell you that. But oh yeah, 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 that's simple. But no, but those, people want to hear about the rigatoni. Yeah, bolognese. like the rigatoni bolognese, man. Yeah, paintball with Alex Ovechkin. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, speaking of Columbus cuisine, we've actually talked about Columbus before on the podcast with, uh, yeah. with Timmy Erickson. How like? Oh, I love. Yeah, Timmy's a good dude. Yeah, exactly. Great so, dude. Yeah, but Columbus is probably an overlooked town. Yeah, probably way it's overlooked. Super overlooked town now. And I like it that way. Y- yeah. To be honest. And a lot of people say that, yeah. too, that they like that it's sort of this under-the-radar yeah. city that people overlook, yeah. just the small Midwestern town exactly. where it's like, no, they sort of have like a bustling people downtown. People forget Ohio's clean. a state. Yeah. Like, yeah, things like that. But when you talk about Ohio cuisine, this is a little bit more down to the, the, the southwest, but it has made its way throughout Ohio. It's a staple right now. Your dad might be a little bit more familiar with it from his time coaching in yeah. Cincinnati. But I got to ask you, do you have any takes on Skyline Chili? Uh, Any opinions? Dude, to be honest, I wanted to like it so bad, but they messed up my thing at Nationwide Arena when I was at a Jackets game. Uh-huh. I asked for a, a corn, like just a the chili dog. Yeah. And they just gave me chili on a bun. Yeah, that's Skyline Chili. Yeah. It's terrible. It's I was like... I don't think they screwed it up. It's just garbage. Yeah, I was just like... I just wanted the... You're hot, not going to I wanted a me. hot dog with the chili. Yeah. But it was just chilly. You just got you just got chilly on chili a bun, bun. and yeah. it's hardly even chilly. It's like this. Yeah, it was greasy. Drippy it was slop. pretty greasy for me. It's terrible. I know some people live by it. Man. People that are like born and raised in Ohio yeah. swear by it. I'm not. It. I'm not that. If there's like, I'm trying to think anything Ohio that. That's it. That is like Donato's the main dish. pizza. That is another one. Donato's pizza. Donato's pizza is fine. Yeah, I love Donato's. I crust. love yeah. Donato's pizza. Yeah. that's a, my favorite. Every that's my first meal back home. Donato's pizza. Donato's pizza. Uh, pepperoni. 
or now that they have my new f- my favorite thing in high school was pepperoni zinger it's a little spicy pepperoni it's back on the my sister just sh- actually sent me a screenshot of text s- message it's pepperoni zinger's back so <laughs> i was pretty fired up about that pretty fired up you got to make a trip i know get something auto yeah pizza. maybe have some frozen ones sent to me yeah but people swear by the skyline chili when i, 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 when I, don't I went get to, it. when i went to school in ohio people would do the same thing it's the best yeah. it's the oh, best yeah, you're at athens it. right yeah i was yeah, in athens yeah, ohio yeah. but yeah so i don't like it it's terrible yeah. it's so <laughs> like, at least good. we're on the same page did timmy like it uh, I don't even think we talked about it with Tim. Yeah. We were more or less talking about the city itself uh, because yeah. you were talking about eating in Columbus. Oh, yeah, yeah, My yeah. first thought was, oh, Skyline, Skyline yeah. Chili nah, and how overrated nah, it is. I'm with you. It might be the most overrated 100%. food in the world. Uh, if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, listeners out there, just do like a Google image search of Skyline Chili and then tell me if you think that's appetizing yeah, at all. I don't know. Wendy's Chili is better than that. Which is a testament because yeah. you got fingers and things like yeah, that in your Wendy's exactly. Chili. Yeah. <laughs> remember when that yeah, happened? Yeah, that was, that was messed up. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid. I thought that was the funniest was, thing in yeah, the world. I do remember that. That was gross. Oh, I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Some <laughs> weird stuff happens, man. <laughs> Fast food. It's a beautiful thing. It is. America. It is great. <laughs> I will say I do like uh, Chick-fil-A. That's really? my fast food. If it's I had to pick. Choice. Chick-fil-A. Well, so you probably showed up here right at the exact time because there's that Chick-fil-A. Right, right by up. my apartment, you could say. Uh, Hilton. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your apartment. <laughs> my the apartment. Hilton. Yeah, exactly. So there's that Chick-fil-A. That wasn't there like in no, even like November. No, it's the busiest place in town. No. Oh, yeah. Top it's great, though. I love Chick-fil-A. And Jersey Mike's. Oh, You're a Jersey Mike's love guy. love Jersey Mike's. I go back and forth on Jersey Mike's. Yeah? There are some days where I'm like, oh, this What's is What's your great. order there? Huh? I just go with regular six, just a roast is beef, that club? Oh, okay. I'm yeah. club sub. Yeah, Mike's way always. JD Forrest and uh, Jared Scaldi both swear by the the Jersey Mike's too. They like, love it. No, it's I love it, and yeah. they have a Chipotle cheesesteak, so good. See, that's what I haven't done. I've never done the hot sub. You got to try the hot sub there. The meatball's pretty good yeah. too. If you like meatball. Yeah, usually when I go there, I'm just looking to go in and out real quick yeah. and just get a cold sub. But maybe I will. Maybe I'll invest the time. Sit in down. The hot sub. Sit down. Have a lunch there. Try yeah. the hot one. It's pretty good. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right, Cole. Well, moving on here, now that we're done talking yeah. about our favorite eateries, yeah, yeah, at yeah. least favorite eateries yeah, in yeah. Ohio, um, want to move on to a regular recurring segment that we do here on the podcast. What we do is we have our previous episode's guest leave a blind question for the next episode's guest. Okay. So they don't know who they're asking this to, but it's a question that could be about anything in the world. In fact, we encourage it to be non-hockey related. And right now, we're on a bit of a run right now where the guys seem to be very invested in asking riddles. Oh, God. Very invested in asking Will. So I'll ask you now, Cole, are you ready for me to pop the question? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it here. This is the question that was left for you. A father and son get into a car accident. The father, he dies immediately on impact. But the son, he survives, but he's in critical condition. They rush the son to the hospital. They get him into a, a surgical room. Doctor, surgeon comes into the room, looks at the kid and goes, I cannot operate on this patient. He's my son. How is that possible? It's his mother. Boom. So you've heard that yeah, before. Yeah, I know that one. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, the first time, I think it did stump me. Yes. But then when you, when you listen to it slower, mm-hmm. you can get it's, it. It's easier yeah. to decipher. Yeah. Yeah, that is one that's been around for a long time, Yeah. that particular riddle, and it always gets you on the first time, and you're kind of like, ooh, yeah. when you don't get it. Yeah, Oops. but then, like, think about it. Women can be doctors too here. Yeah. Like, come on. And then 
It, it, I'm not going to lie. It did stump me the first one. Yeah, exactly. Like, and when wait. you don't get it, you're like, uh-oh. I remember like my buddies would always be like, his father's in heaven? What? The <laughs> kid died too? Like, that was always that, yeah, what people said. It's like, no. I, re- I remember the first time I heard that riddle and the someone answered. They were like, oh, because he's in heaven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, those are the – I remember those. It's like, those. no, the doctor's yeah, as Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that one, Okay. Though. Because this is such a widely spread riddle, yeah, yeah. we had a backup question, okay, too. Ahead. We had a backup question, too. This one's not a riddle. This one's okay. much more simple yeah. and straightforward, but I'm glad we came with the backup no, because we figured good. that out pretty quickly. Cole Castles, do you like camping? Oh, no. No, you're not no. a camper. Give me an RV. You want to be inside. You don't want to be in the tent. Uh, that is like showering. <laughs> I like sho- I I love showering. I'll take like three showers a day. Really? Yeah, I love. Sh- I just like the warm water. Like, would you rather okay. take three individual showers in a day, quick hot showers, or one long shower? Long. One long yeah, shower. Like how long are we talking? You tell me. What's a yeah. long shower? For yeah, you? man, I could sit in there for. I don't know. You get lost in your thoughts in the shower. You do. Too. You can have a day in the shower. You could sit down sometimes, let the water hit you. I'm going to be honest. I've done it. Yeah, everyone has. You're just bored. You're, you're tired you on a lazy it. day. And you just you, you just, just sit relax. down, feel the water hit your gut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, yeah. I mean, to go back to your camping, if yeah. maybe if, like, I, I've i never really done it, like, sort of say, like. Gone all in on a camping trip. all in on a camping trip. Like, this doesn't sound, it's not me. Yeah. Like, the outdoorsy, like thing like maybe if i did it with the right group do you like hiking yeah like I, been I, hiking? i've been hiking I, we did hiking in uh the amalfi coast in italy which is oh beautiful really cool i feel and like if you're gonna go hiking yeah you go. we went there and <laughs> the maybe what turned me off to it was vancouver canucks prospect camps we always did the grouse grind mountain what hike is, what is this just you run up a mountain it's was this supposed to be like a team building exercise yeah, or a workout? Yeah, but it's just a grind. Yeah. It's literally the grouse grind and it's a great thing for as a team aspect, but man, maybe that turned me off to hiking yeah. and stuff. But just not an outdoorsy just not person. A, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I love golf. I, I'll, I'll fish. Yeah. I like I, I don't mind fishing. Like we used to have a cottage, we'd fish there and we'd boat. I love boating. Yeah. It was a cottage. Mm-hmm. I could go inside at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And I, I yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'd yeah. try it. See, my thing with camping is is probably the most paramount element of camping, yeah. which is pitching a tent and just sleeping outside. Yeah, I I can do all the other things. I'll go on a hike. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll what walk I mean. outside. Like, I'll sit by the fire. I'll make s'mores. But as soon as it comes to yeah, sleeping, like that's no, exactly. I want to sleep on a bed. cottage. So yeah. your cottage yeah. lifestyle. I wanna, yeah, yeah, I want to sleep in a bed. Yeah. I'm not sleeping in a bag on the floor. No, no I'm in the same exact boat with you. Yeah, Why? that's where I'm so anti-camping right then and there yeah it's not and kudos to you if you do like camping oh yeah like, it's it's i'm not to saying, each their own yeah Total i'm around. not saying it's just not for me like same it, mosquitoes i freaking hate mosquitoes they too. are the worst uh, the they, number one worst yeah my mom says i got a special type of blood or something i don't know if everyone's mom they just says attack that. you yeah i don't know if everyone's mom says that but you're so special that's honey. What my mom you have says. the special yeah, blood honestly <laughs> every time Every time, but no, getting lit up by mosquitoes—it's it's the worst when you you start catching them on you, yeah, and you've got like no, four, and you're you just like, I know right tomorrow this is gonna yeah. be. And then you put the toothpaste. Do you ever put toothpaste on it? I've never put toothpaste on a mosquito. It works. Really? Yeah. No way. I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or just a Castles thing, but 
That's what we did. It actually works. Yeah. Does it just make you think that it works? I don't know Is if it's like a placebo. placebo yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. But Toothpaste for on me mosquito it works. bites. For me, it works. Oh, let us know now. Let us sit on the family you, remedy. You Do you like? Is it like Crest so it's either Colgate? Does brand matter? No, no, no. <laughs> so we'd always put an X on our mosquito bite, like with your nail. Your okay. X marks a spot. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have toothpaste, you'd rub some saliva on it. You just spit in it, yeah. basically. Or or Crest or Colgate. Yeah. How much toothpaste do you yeah, use? A, like a dab. A dab. Yeah, like, like noticeably, you'll see white yeah. on you. But it's, it helped us. What? I don't know, man. Maybe I'm going to have to invest Maybe, in an yeah. extra pair of toothpaste this summer. Maybe our our lake was different. We just, I don't know. Oh, you have the, your special We're blood special and your special lake. mosquitoes yeah. where you get your special toothpaste you can ask if, clean it up. Yeah, if you ever meet uh, Mason Marchman, ask him. We, okay. we grew up on the same lake. So okay. Ask him if he did the same toothpaste thing. I I will ask. And you know what? Maybe this is a thing, and I've I just don't know. never yeah, heard of it. I'm not sure. I've never heard of this. This is news I, to me. I could be completely. If I got a mosquito bite as a kid, you just had to suck it up. Just don't itch it. Yeah, that's nah, – I itch it. Oh, yeah, I, I, I would still itch it, but that's, you just have to deal thing, with it. Man, it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance of leaving The release. It. Oh, it's the best. You need to scratch it. Yeah. That's my <laughs> – toothpaste and scratching it. Toothpaste and itching, yeah. the Cole Castle's mosquito bite remedy. Yeah, Write it down, folks. Remember that for this upcoming summer when you're inevitably being eaten alive while by camping. mosquitoes. While camping or not camping. Or not camping either yeah. way. Whatever you want to do. But keep your toothpaste yeah. handy, I guess. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Uh, are you interested at all in who left you? The blind question. Uh, sure. Well, if you want to know, I would direct you and the listeners to the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins archives of the Penguins okay. podcast, where you can find all yeah, the old episodes of the Penguins podcast I, on SoundCloud and iTunes. I was it. I might be. I might know who it is. Oh yeah. I I did see the tweet. I listened to. I'm not sure if it was two weeks ago though, or two times ago. It was Devo. Oh, look at you! I it did was. see it was the Jamie tweet. I, li- I listened to a little bit of yeah. his. And your podcast, I just I didn't like you said I forgot track of time because the three <laughs> and three, so I'm not sure when it was. No, that was that was it the was last Devo? that was the last guest. Yeah. We usually do these on an every other week basis. Yeah, so I you're listened. Not often. Uh, well, I forget the movie part, maybe. Oh, the the movie part when we're going through all the the bad yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, my friend, you have provided me with a perfect transition oh, God, because yeah, yeah. without further ado, Cole Castles, we're gonna play a round of lights, camera, fiction. Alrighty, there you go. Lights, camera, fiction. All right, Cole, then you already know how this works, but I'll explain it really quickly. Throughout the season, I've had yourself and many of your teammates come up with plots to bad movies. Now, these are all very real movies, but all I would do is give uh, someone the title and the year the movie came out, then they would make up their own plot. To yeah, it. yeah. I'm going to read you two plots, the real movie and the one that was made up by your teammate, and you have to tell me which one is real and which one is a big load of BS. Alrighty. Sound good? Yeah, yep. All right. Well, I know you are already well versed in this, not only as someone who listened to Jamie Devan, but because you were a participant in putting together these movies. Yep. We made sure to carefully come through and none of your movies. Yeah, are I was wondering that. So I'm going to trick myself and <laughs> stuff like an idiot. You completely forgot yeah. that you came up with that. I know. Oh, that movie sounds really good. I yeah, know. that's it. No, we wait through, so there's no Cole Castles okay. in here, but. 
eight of your other teammates are in here, and we'll start with this one. This movie is called Army of One. Army of One. Army of One, and this movie came out in 2016. Oh, wow. You ready? Yeah. Let's get her going. <clears throat> First movie. All the members of an ant colony realize that they must band together as one well-trained militant force to defeat a neighboring colony of fire ants. Army of One. Okay? Mm -hmm. Second plot. An unemployed man from Colorado receives a message from God to go to Pakistan and hunt down Osama bin Laden. Army of One. I'll go with the, the ants. You think the ants is the real the movie? The real one. Yeah. Real movie. Why do you say that? Uh, uh, that plot just sounds a little bit more... Uh, actually, not. well, I can't say realistic because it's ants, <laughs> but favorable to my ear. Favorable to your ear. Yeah. You like the way it sounds. Yeah. All the members of an ant colony realize yeah. they must band together as one well-trained militant force to defeat a neighboring colony of fire ants. Is that your final yeah, answer? Yeah, I think so. Cole Castles. Army of one, right out of the gate, you are incorrect. Oh, gosh. That was Thomas DePauli coming up with that one. The real army of one is an unemployed man from Colorado receives a message <laughs> from God to go to Pakistan. Who stars in this movie? Nicholas Cage. Of course. Yes. Army of one. Of course. Based on a true story. No way. Yeah. Some I, guy went wacky and went to Pakistan. No way. Yeah. I'm a, wow. Nicholas Cage. Make another one. He's is, is that on Netflix? Straight hits. Oh, uh, it might be. I feel like I I, know, there's a lot I of Nicholas Cage movies on Netflix. That there I've, are. It, it was a video on demand release. It yeah, did not yeah, get a theatrical get the release. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. might be on Netflix. Okay. At the end of the year, we're probably going to put together a giant list of all the movies we've done in case people want to torture themselves. Yeah, no, that was, uh, watch these movies. That was pretty good by dips. Yeah. I was going of more of the cartoon. Like, yeah, you can picture it. It's like, like an animated I'd, I'd movie. I never heard of Army of One, so mm -hmm. I was like, oh, maybe it's animated movie or something. Yeah, good job, Dips. Good job, Dip. So he's fooled you on the first yeah. one. Let's see if he can fare better now mm. on our second movie. This is called The Lawnmower Man, and it came out in 1992. First plot. A government scientist uses a virtual reality simulator to gift his landscaper with incredible intelligence. But as his IQ continues to increase, so does the danger to humanity. The Lawnmower Man. <coughs> second plot. Kalen's easy and polite summer job is cutting his neighbor's lawns, but when the winter arrives, he starts to use his lawnmower for murder. The Lawnmower Man. Oh, Which man. one is real? So we have a scientist so using virtual reality. So the scientist with what? We have a scientist using virtual reality to yeah. make his landscaper smart, but things go awry. Or kid has an easy summer job mowing lawns, but then when the winter arrives, he uses his lawnmower for murder. Either way, that's a terrible movie. <laughs> uh, you are correct in that gosh. sense. I don't even know, man. That's bad. Murder with a lawnmower. I could see it. Hollywood is stupid It's a sometimes. twisted place, man. Yeah, it's messed up. Scientists who use VR... In 93, though. In 1992, yes. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'd have to go with the murder. You're going to go with Lawnmower for Murder? There's a real one. Is the real movie. Because I don't think VR was... No way, 92. Yeah, I'll go with the okay. Lawnmower I like, Murder. I like your thought process yeah, here. Yeah, Lawnmower Murder. But does it pay off? I don't know, I hope. Let's find out. Cole Castles, you are 
incorrect again. No way. 92 VR, right? Eh? The, the real movie is government scientist uses virtual reality simulator to gift his landscape with incredible intelligence. Now, here's the thing. Uh, that's part of the reason why the movie's so bad, because the VR graphics yeah, are a complete and utter thinking. disaster. But here's the thing. The movie came out the same year as Jurassic Park. Okay. So there is the capacity for this to be good, yeah. and it is not. What? Who's in this? This is who we know. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, oh, I believe, is the 007? lead. Oh, the 007? Yes, yeah. I believe it's Pierce Brosnan. Really? He plays he, the scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Tough one, It Pierce. does not go well. Uh, the movie that you fell for, yeah, teenager that? who ends up killing people with his lawnmower, that was Sam Lafferty oh. tricking you on that one. So uh. 0 for 2 so far, but you're sort of getting a feel for it. And I like the way you're thinking yeah, about that it. Yeah, that was deep thought process. Yeah. I knew, like, the boys would – the easy out is murderer. Yeah. Go for that. But I also didn't think VR 92, so <laughs> whatever. 50-50. Terrible I, movie either way. Uh, exactly. Right? I, I like the fact that you're putting this yeah. much time and effort into it. Maybe it finally pays off now with Mr. Nanny, okay. which came out in 1993. Okay. First plot to Mr. Nanny. A successful entrepreneur hires a nanny to look after his pet ostrich. Mr. Nanny. Okay. Simple as that. Or, Hulk Hogan gets hired to be a bodyguard by a wealthy engineer, but he's not there to protect him or his many inventions. He's there to babysit his mischievous kids. Mr. Nanny. So we have successful entrepreneur hires a nanny to look after his pet ostrich, or Hulk Hogan babysits mischievous kids. I know it's gonna be Hulk Hogan, but I'm gonna. It sounds so messed up, like so far fetched. But I know it's gonna be that. I'm gonna have to go with the ostrich guy. Wait, so you feel like it's? I gonna know be it's Hulk gonna Hogan. be that, but you're picking the ostrich. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the ostrich. Why? Why do you say that? Why Just, are you not trusting your gut? I'm not. Here? Well, because it hasn't been right. <laughs> I'm going opposite. I'm going off the board. Okay, so you think the pet ostrich is the real movie? I think that, but I also think I know that <laughs> Hulk Hogan's going to be the real one. But I'm going with the freaking ostrich. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to be wrong. Mr. Nanny, 1993. Cool. I'm sorry, you're wrong again. Yeah, it's a Hulk Hogan. It's the no Hulk Hogan way. movie. My God. Sam Militech came up with pet ostrich, but the real movie is yeah, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it was Hogan. too short. Hulk Hogan hired to be a bodyguard uh, for kids. Whatever. Was, I knew it. That's a 50, 50 I'm half right. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. You're like, I know it's that I one, know but it's I'm that picking one, the other I one. I have to go with the other one because it's so simple. <laughs> no. You, uh, you should have gone with your gut, buddy. Dang it. Learn to trust your gut. So yeah. 0 for 3 so far. All 0 for right. 3. Still have some to go here. Yeah. It's a chance to bounce back. Go on a run. St. Louis Blues did it last year. Maybe yeah, Cole Castles very true, very can do true. it today on Lights, very Camera, true. Fiction. This movie is called The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, hmm. and it came out in 1990s. We have okay. a lot of 90s movies yeah. here today. First plot. A foul-mouthed private eye is tasked with solving the murder of a rock star and the kidnapping of one of the band's groupies. The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Okay. Or, after dropping out of high school and estranging himself from his family... A young man moves into an abandoned cabin in the woods. The Adventures of Ford oh. Fairlane. These are tough. That, that's a, that's actually two really good descriptions. Yes. So uh, we have one foul-mouthed private eye has to solve the murder of a rock star and the kidnapping of a groupie, or kid drops out of high school, estranges himself from his family, and moves into an abandoned cabin in the woods. The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. I mean... 
I'll go with the first one. First one, Foul Mouth Private Eye yeah. as the real movie. Yeah. Cole Castles, you are correct. Uh, the streak is over. Finally. There <laughs> you go, buddy. All there right. you go. That is the real movie, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Um, the young man who drops out of high school and moves into a cabin in the woods, that was Ryan Scarfo. Oh. The Scoff Doctor Scuff. is the first one to be toppled by nice. Cole Castles. So there's your first win. Let's see if we can start All to right. string together string some it, W's yeah. now. Here's the next one. Deck the Halls. Okay. The movie is Deck the Halls. A little holiday theme yeah. right there. But, you know, it's it's March. Uh, Who, it's cares? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> it's close. It's what? Nine months away? Yeah. We're right? All right. We're almost there. Or three months in the rear or, view. Yeah, year. either yeah. way. There we go. Deck the Halls. This movie came out in 2010. First plot. Two suburban neighbors create competing Christmas light displays until one of their works can be seen from space. Deck the Halls, or in Tim Allen's lesser-known Christmas comedy, he guides his family of eight kids through a stressful move to Buffalo, New York, around the holidays. Deck the Halls. First one. First one. I think I think I've seen this. To be honest. Really. Danny DeVito and uh, Matthew Broderick, maybe. Cole Castles, you are. Correct. I think I've and seen this that. is the first yeah. instance on the show yeah. where someone has actually seen the I movie. We got one! It's Danny DeVito and, and Matthew, Matthew Broderick, Broderick. Yeah, and they yeah. want their Christmas lights to be seen from yeah. space. Not the best movie, but. It's I've, a very bad movie. He's got two really good looking daughters. Danny DeVito, maybe? Yes, he I, does. That's I a think, big plot point. I think, yeah. I think he does. No, that that's a plot yeah, point in the movie. Yeah, yeah okay. It is. Yeah. It's no, funny. I've actually seen that. I don't. I don't remember why. You are the first person. Actually, there's there's been one other person when we were actually making the, yeah. the cards where it was like I've actually seen this movie and they needed to disqualify themselves no, from I, making that. I, well, I should have said that, but yeah, I was taking. My no, this second is one. this is good. Okay, I'm glad good. you kept okay, your mouth good. shut. But you are the first person that we've gone through in the game okay. to actually see the movie, so there was no chance that Kevin Churchman nah, was going to fool sorry, you with Churchy. Tim Allen's. That was actually known. a good one, though. Tim yeah. Allen's lesser known. That was for sure. The move to Buffalo. But there you go. So there you go. Two in a row now, yeah. Cole Castles. That was lucky. You're cruising now, buddy. Yeah. You're cruising. That was lucky. I have not seen this one. Okay. So you have not seen Star Crash. No. And I do not blame you for that. Star Crash. This movie came out in 1978. Oh, gosh. Star Crash. Prequel Ready? to Star Wars or no? Well, we'll see. <laughs> A secret U.S. space mission overshoots its target and ends up stranded on a foreign planet. The only human who survived the crash must work together with her new alien friends to find a way back home. Star Crash. Or, the Emperor of the Galaxy recruits a duo of space bandits to stop an evil leader from destroying Earth with a powerful planet-destroying weapon. Star Crash. First one. First one is real. Why? Because I feel like the Emperor of the Galaxy, they're trying too hard to go Star Wars. They went to Star Wars. And it's 1970, which is before. 1978. Yeah. Star Wars is. Star, I believe the first Star Wars came out in 1977. Okay. So Hold on. We have we have quick internets here. I. Th uh, what is it? A New Hope. Yeah. I just don't Yes. Think. A New Hope came out in 1977. Star Crash came out in 1978. Yeah. And A New Emperor. Or the Emperor, yeah, I, 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 that sounds too much like Star Wars, and my grandma was a huge Star Wars okay. person. I don't. Th I think I would have heard of this movie if it had anything to do with an Emperor of a Galaxy, okay? Because she would tell me it's corny. Mm -hmm. So I'll go with yeah. So you think the first one, space mission Correct. overshoots with its target? Alien. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Cole Castles, you are 
Incorrect. Oh my gosh. Justin Almeida comes up with the crash landing and the astronaut who has to find her way back home. Ugh. The real movie is a very, very blatant Star Wars ripoff. Yeah. With okay. David Hasselhoff yeah. as one of the leads. Yeah. One of the reasons why it is a no hot crap. metal disaster. So you could not get Star Crash. So what, you have Dang two it. wins and four losses now. You have to go two for two, two for down two the stretch to get the 500, yeah. which is where it's most of your teammates end up. It's doable. Most of the guests on the podcast get around 500. Uh, so let's see how you do now with Jim Cotta. Oh, my gosh. Jim Cotta. This movie came out in 1985. Jim Cotta. First plot is as follows. An Olympic gymnast is hired by the government to fight an international karate tournament so that he can thwart a nuclear threat to the United States. Jim Cotta. Or, a young boy in Ireland becomes a master martial artist under the guidance of his neighbor. He grows up to be the fiercest fighter in all of Ireland, but his real passion is traditional river dancing. God. Jim Cotta. Jim Cotta. There's no way. I'll go with the first one. First one is Olympic gymnast hired yeah. by the government to fight in a karate tournament to stop a nuclear I threat. I think that one. Why are you feeling that one? It just speaks Jim to you. Jim Cotta. not. The name itself. Irish, it'd be like Jim Murphy, Jim Liam or <laughs> Jim. something. I don't know. Oh, Jim Cotta. Yeah, exactly. Mick Jim Cotta. I just don't know. All right. Well, with St. Patrick's Day around the corner, you're not going to lean to the luck nah, of the Irish. Nah, You're going to go say karate tournament. Yeah, yeah. Cole Castles, I'm glad you trusted your gut this time. You are correct. There we go. That is the real Jim Cotta from 1985. Um, this was not one of your teammates, actually. This was Penguins assistant coach J.D. Forrest oh. who threw out the fighter who wants to be a traditional river dancer. I mean, yeah, but I, I, like, I like that. That actually might be a good movie, the one J.D. came Maybe. up with. Who's to say? Maybe we should it's make like, it. Uh, the ballet dancer, the football player, Billy Elliot. You ever it's seen that exactly movie? Like It's exactly like Billy Elliot. Like Billy Elliot. Yeah, that was a good movie. Remember that from way maybe, back. But maybe we could make our own. Yeah, there you Jim go. Jim Cotta too. Billy McElliot. Billy McElliot. <laughs> there, you go. there we go. <laughs> Perfect. Well, all right, Cole. We're down to one last movie here on Lights Camera Fiction, and this one is called Troll Two. Mm. This is amongst the holy grail of bad movies. This Great. came out in 1990. Okay. Ready. After discovering his wife's affair, a man loses all faith and trust in his friends and loved ones. Isolated from everybody who cares about him, his small apartment starts to be overrun by tiny, uncontrollable monsters. Okay. Troll 2. Or, a family vacation becomes a nightmare when vegetarian goblins start turning people into plants and eating them. Troll 2. The second one. Why? Because you said it was so bad. <laughs> that sounds like the worst movie ever made in the history of the world. You don't think a movie about vegetarian the, goblins turning people into plants and eating them sounds good? I mean, maybe with your wife of 15 plus years, but first date movie, no. First date movie, nah, you're not nah, saying nah. vegetarian <laughs> goblins. No, but that sounds awful. I'm going to have to go with that one. All right. Well, with the chance to finish... At 500, come back from an 0-3 start. Cole Castles, final movie is Troll 2. You guessed plot number two, yeah. and you are c 
Correct. <laughs> that is the real troll. Yeah, that's awful. The first plot, man who leaves everyone that loves him behind, but his apartment starts to be overrun by tiny, uncontrollable monsters. He is no longer on the team, but there was no way I wasn't going to include Troll 2. That is Andrew Agazzino oh, who yeah, came up yeah. with that one. Nice. So R.I.P. No, Andrew pretty, Agazzino. Yeah. But I needed to include Troll 2, so no, I yeah. wouldn't let that one go no, uncapitalized no, on. There you go, Cole. You fight your way yeah, back. That you was scratch a and claw. Yeah. There you go, buddy. No, that was I was overthinking some for sure. That whole Colgan one, I knew it. Should have been over 500. That may have been the most classic overthinking because you even said, I know, I know it's, it's this one, one, but I'm but picking I can't the other one. go with it. Yeah. No, that's a real movie. That Mr. Happens. Nanny with Hulk That happens Hogan. in life. It happens. Yeah. But you know what? Just like life, you battle through. Yeah. And exactly. you get to where Adversity. you need to be. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So you are not a loser here on Night's <laughs> Camera Fiction. Way to go, buddy. Yeah. Um, thanks. Real quickly, or there's something I know we got to wrap up here. Yeah. We're running out of time, but uh, wanted to talk to you back about your your junior career mm-hmm. when you were a a victor of the Memorial Cup yeah. championship, an OHL champion. Um, but in the OHL final, on your way to winning the championship and ultimately getting yourselves in the Memorial Cup tournament, you guys played in the final against the Erie Otters, yeah. which had a certain individual on the team at the time yeah. that people may know, Connor McDavid. I know one of your, your skill sets as a player is being a, a shutdown centerman. How often were you on the ice against Connor McDavid, and what was that uh, experience like, given the, the stakes of the game, too? Yeah. No, it was uh, it was challenging for sure. We, Me, uh, my two line mates were uh, Hunter Smith and Bradley Latour, who were, you know, both really good, uh, really good junior players, great junior players, as you could say, and uh, smart players, and we had some good chemistry. Um, you know, Rig went on to play, Hunter Smith, sorry, went on to play pro in uh, the Flames organization. Latour played some college hockey, and, you know, uh, our defensive pair that usually was out there was Josh Brown and Dakota Mermis. Yes. Both NHLers yes. right now. So, And our goalie was Kenny Appleby, who I thought was the best in the CHL. Um, so I think as a five-man unit, we were out there probably – Definitely 95% of the time he was on the ice. Oh, really? So you we were matched were at, up When we were at away. home, for yeah. sure. And when they had last change, they kind of got away from us uh-huh. in Erie. So it was uh, – I think that's the only time he kind of got free and got some Got points. loose yeah, exactly. from the Cole Castles Not net. from me, no. From, <laughs> from the Oshawa Generals, not the Cole Castles, no. As a team, we were – we did a great job, and I and we were, we were well coached. But we had guys that wanted to win. Oh, you guys were loaded. Yeah, and yeah, we were loaded. We were big. We were mean, and guys on the fourth line wanted to win just as bad as the guys on the top, the, you know, the top six and stuff yeah. like that. And that's what you need. You need guys to feel like they're part of a team. And I felt like uh, I felt like that was that was us. We were just close knit. If uh, we were doing something, we were doing it together. Yeah, it. I remember um, Anthony Sorelli ended up being yeah, the hero, hero in the yeah, championship yeah, yeah. game. Um, but at the, the the way that team was composed, he wasn't like a no, headline he was, player. No, he wasn't. He was a complimentary player. But exactly. now you even look at what he's done. Yeah, and he's, he's in the National Hockey he's League. He's made a, a great career for himself. Yeah, that team is sick. <laughs> yeah, he's good for, and he's a really good person. And I and I, I was he was like my little rookie. You know, I, I he reminded me of myself. Yeah. Yeah, in a sense like that. Even his play style, kind of like greasy, grimy in the corners and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I, I loved Sorrells. I, I, you know, I, I saw him actually a couple times this summer. Worked out with him for a week. So he's a great person. Um, we're with the same agency, so 
He's gonna he's gonna be a very good player for a very long time, I think. Yeah, he already is a good player. Yeah, well, that, yeah, he's yeah. just gonna, gonna just gonna, continue he, to have a nice just, NHL career. He's like career. a Patrice Bergeron, maybe left-handed. Mm-hmm. I could see eventually. I know that's big praise, but I do think. But he's, that sort of style, I think he's that mold. Capable, yeah, yeah. Of that. But and then I want to go back yeah. to the to the McDavid thing again too, because you're playing in important games. You don't really have the chance to be star oh, right yeah, in the yeah. face of your opponent. You but hate him at the point. Yeah, but kinda. do you still like have that like, oh, this kid's gonna be yeah, he's something a, ridiculous. He was, you could tell he's gonna be the one of the best in the world, if yeah. not the best. Uh I mean he was seventeen and uh he was lighting the torching the league. Yeah. He's just and you know, I've had the the opportunity to meet him and he's a he's a good person. Yes. He's pretty down to earth. Uh you you wouldn't think anything of him that he's a superstar he doesn't act that way he's you know pretty quiet about that but he is a good person and uh yeah he's uh i don't think he needs me to wish him any more luck <laughs> he's doing all right i think he's doing okay I think he's doing yeah okay, but, exactly uh, it is good to see that you know guys that you have played against in the past that are you know bonafide superstars now that's going to be one of those things like years from now when you're you know your playing career is well yeah. over and you have kids and things yeah. like that running around you're gonna be like yeah like Connor mcdavid yeah i mean i beat him in the ohl final and then they're gonna say yeah well daddy is in the nhl yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right well whatever whatever yeah dad he's a first ballot hall of Famer. yeah he's uh, in the hall of fame you're what are you doing right now mowing the lawn <laughs> yeah we'll i'm see. the lawnmower man yeah. leave me alone <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> no but yeah, yeah it is good to see that's great. Yeah. yeah, I had to, I had to squeeze that in. No, no, I, I no. knew that was just a little, a little something from your past. Where it's like, oh, I can't not ask him about playing hey, against Connor McDavid in the OHL to, final. Yeah, no, it's uh, it was a maybe blast. I, maybe I wouldn't have asked you about it. It was if better. You lost. It was better winning against exactly. Connor McDavid. Yes, yeah, that makes it a little that, bit of yeah, a better it's story. Easier that yeah. way. But in that case, we will uh, come close to wrapping things up here on the Penguins podcast. But Cole, there is always one more thing that we have to do yeah. before we officially shut down the episode, and that is a little something, something we like to call Penn's picks. Pens picks. Cole, it is at this time in the podcast where I always like to ask my guest for a recommendation that you can give the fans, something that you want to plug, just let the people know about. It could be something we already talked about on the podcast. It could be something you're really into lately, just something that, you know, you're feeling good about and you feel like other people need to know about this thing. It could be anything in the world. Cole Castles, what is your Pens pick? Oh, geez. Uh, well, we're in the U.S. Ketchup chips. Oh, this is a Canadian delicacy yeah. that you don't find too much around the United yeah. States. Ketchup chips. I know I went unhealthy and stuff, but uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Ketchup chips. Yes. So if you are unfamiliar with this, folks, it's the same thing as like sour cream and onion barbecue yeah. chips. They're ketchup flavored chips. Yeah. And they are they're everywhere in Canada. Every yeah, single convenience store, every best. grocery store, and here you just can't find them at all. That. All dressed I've seen here, which is a Canadian thing, but they're down in the States now. Yes. Those are great, but ketchup chips and uh, poutine. Oh, of course. Yeah. Poutine. I feel like everyone kind of knows what that is, but. If you don't, you got to figure it out. It's the best. Yeah. Those two, if you haven't had them, try them. Yeah, we have fans. Fall in love with them. Yeah. We, unfortunately, didn't go to Canada at all this season. No, just the eh? way our schedule yeah, played I out. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so, uh, but occasionally there will be fans that will travel to go see us play in uh, Toronto and things like that yeah. just because, you know, it's, it's exciting, well, it's yeah. a big city, yeah, exactly. and you want to go see your team play. But everyone that goes up there, they always say, I have to get poutine when best. I go to Canada. It's the best. And there are, there are places around here in the States that have tried to uh, adopt yeah. poutine. 
it's not the same. Uh, no, it's they try and it's get cute with gravy, it too, and throw man. other things no, in. Yeah, no. stick the gravy to the and the cheese, cheese and the gravy. Yeah, you gotta get a good dark gravy. Do it right. Like a good. Well, it doesn't even have to be dark. It's just A and W has probably got one of my favorite poutines. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, I love A and W. Fast food joint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like sometimes when you go to a restaurant, they're like, it's too, too much. They got the green stuff the, the scallops the scallions scallops yeah. though yeah scallions i hate that yeah. they dress it up too much yeah just they try and make I it like gourmet it, i like it greasy i like it grimy like yeah it's gravy cheese yeah, that's and it. french fries let's not overcomplicate this here and stuff like yeah that. that's what you see a lot of in the states they yeah. try and do it like a gourmet uh, style no. keep it simple i mean if you want to do something special Slap some ketchup on it too. There really? You go. Yeah. That's the, a Newfie special. The oh, Newfie special. Yeah. My the one extra accoutrement that yeah. I don't mind being tossed on poutine, where I don't feel like it's going too aggressive, yeah. is bacon. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you see bacon I mixed see, in yeah, there. No, that's. I fine. can live with that. But like yeah. you said, like the pulled it's gotta pork. Got to be crispy bacon though. Yes. No. No really? soft. Stuff. I hate soft bacon. I dude, come on. Yeah, we're we're on the it. same it's, page all day it's today. Weird. It weirds me out. I, I remember when I was a kid uh, growing up playing hockey, and yeah. every now and then there would be sleepovers, big yeah, sleepovers yeah, yeah. for the team, and God bless the parents that decide to put, like, 28-year-old, oh, yeah. 9-year-old kids in their house at the same time. So, I know. But one year we had a sleepover. Next morning the dad was making bacon. He was making breakfast for everyone, and it was this soft, yeah, soggy, ew. floppy bacon. And I remember – distinctly, because this is the first time I'd ever experienced yeah. this, because I'm a young kid, the only people that had ever made bacon for me before were, like, my mom yeah, and my dad. Yeah, yeah. And we, like, get a nice, crispy yeah, strip of bacon. You want to hear it crunch. Oh, no, this is, like, bending over and Ew. stuff like that. And yeah, I, that's not for me. Yeah, my dad brings up this story all the time, because he'll always mention I remember picking up Nicholas from that sleepover, and the first thing, oh, how was it, Nicholas? And the first thing he said, they made floppy bacon. <laughs> I was no, so rattled. It's gross, No, man. you need crispy I, bacon. I like crispy bacon. And I know, I know people, my brother's, like, like the floppy, like I'm no. pretty sure, like no, that if you're a floppy, I, even at restaurants, yeah. I ask for, I'm like, can you guys make it crispy, please? You got Then sometimes they come out and it's freaking charred. Yeah, I'm like, dude, that's not crispy, that's burnt. <laughs> you have destroyed this. Yeah, but you have given me. I'm too. I'll, I'll never send food back in a restaurant. Yeah, I'll never send. Food even back. if it was floppy bacon, never. I might like chop it up into little bits to like make it look like I ate some of it, but I won't. <laughs> Like, I, I'll never send food back. I okay. hate it. I'm so scared of what I'm, they can I'm, do to it. I'm the same way. I'm I'm not someone that's going to – it would have to be so completely wrong Unless for me to send it back. Unless the steak was still mooing, maybe. Like <laughs> that's, that's the only way. Yeah. But, Just bleeding onto your yeah, plate. Yeah, but I, I, I usually battle through it. Yeah. Un- understandable. But yeah. floppy bacon is where, where I might draw the line. Floppy bacon people. It's – Figure it out, guys. Come yeah. on. Credit, Go crispy. Credit to you for – No, no credit. I will give them no credit for yeah. floppy bacon. I don't know, man. That's gross. This is where I draw the line. <laughs> crispy or bust. Yeah. Crispy or bust. So, you know what? I'm going to throw out a Penn's pick. I'll give out a Penn's pick to crispy bacon, a nice solid yeah, strip of go. bacon. And you know what? I'm going to give another Penn's pick right now. I know everyone's going crazy right now with uh, coronavirus yeah. going around, but everyone's talking about uh, washing your hands. And yeah. it is shocking to me how much people don't know how to wash your hands. Oh, yeah. I so know. my Penn's pick is... Wash your freaking hands, people. Six seconds, I think. Is like, Even more than that. No, it's like, like the seconds, least like the you're bare minimum. to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I know there have been like memes online, and I've participated in the memery yeah. of washing your hands, but like, it's been shocking to me how much people don't know or just straight up don't <coughs> no. wash their hands. Wash your hands. That's my that's pen's pretty, pick. If you, the grossest is going to the airport. 
You go to the washroom in an airport, and, and people, people just don't like, wash yeah. hands. It's like, dude, oh, that's a disgusting place. The airport. There's so much just the public airplane. restrooms in general. You know what though? This uh, probably you will help out. Mohegan this. Sun Arena, Casey yeah. Plaza. Wash your hands. Yeah, I bet you this. This helps has nothing out. to do with coronavirus. Just wash your hands. Yeah, th- exactly. Yeah, but this will help out unsanitary people, yeah. disgusting. Yeah, people that don't wash their hands. Yeah. start washing their hands. Just wash your hands. Like the airplanes are going to be the ten times more clean than they ever were now. Well, you would like to hope so, because people are rubbing them down like no no other. Yeah, I've seen videos, but. That could be just one airplane. They're just getting intense cleanings. Yeah. yeah. Wash your hands, man. Wash your hands. And that concludes Penn's Picks. And that concludes this episode yeah. of the Wilkes-Barre's Granted Penguins podcast. Cole, thank you so much for no giving worries. us your time this afternoon. This was uh, an absolutely awesome chat. Yeah. I have kept you far too long now, so I will let you move on with the rest of your day. But, hey, once again, thanks so much, and best of luck the rest of the season, yeah. buddy. No, it was a blast. Thanks, brother. And thanks to everybody for listening to today's episode of the Wilkes-Barre's Granted Penguins podcast. This is the penultimate episode of the season. We will have one episode left to go, but after that, we're just going to let the players be and let them focus on getting back to the Calder Cup playoffs. But in the meantime, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. You can find all the old episodes of the Penguins podcast on the Penguins SoundCloud page or on iTunes. Just search WBS Pens and you'll find all the information that you could possibly want. So if you like today's episode, go back and give the old episodes a try. If you're already a frequent listener, give us a, a rating online. Give us the old five stars on iTunes and tell your friends word of mouth is absolutely huge in the podcast biz. But that'll do it once again for Cole Castles. I'm Nick Hart signing off, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again with the last episode of the year in just two weeks. Oh, my God.